0: Episode 119, Lovely Loafers. Uh, Lovely Loafers? Uh, it's called Lovely Loafers.
1: Nope. Whoa.
0: Whisper in your lover's ear. Text the SoundHawk, 303-548-6877. A lot going on today, this week, in the world of food, in the world of natural living, in the world of uh, nature.
2: Wait, let's, let's body slam the food news this week.
0: All right, let's take it to the mat. Uh, Hampton <laughs> Creek, changes a foot. For your favorite fake mayonnaise company, Mark. Fill us in, would you? You're not gonna fill us in?
2: I'll fill you in.
0: Don't hurt yourself.
2: Let me. Here. All right. I'm afraid to touch the mic. Just by Hampton Creek. So here's what's going on there's a big. Design community brouhaha happening over their rebrand. All these designers are talking about—is it a success or not?
0: Because it's one that's like designers' favorite thing to do.
2: There's a lot of that Critique. going on. They're little, little—what is this called? A circle jerk. Yeah,
0: that's a lot of dicks. Tens, tens of them. Lots of mayonnaise salad. The
2: rebrand—I took it out because I got so annoyed. It's something about like five hundred. Different iter- five thousand iterations of each product.
0: Okay, they what? hired. They hired. Yeah, they hired some fancy guy who did five thousand iterations on each they, product, they, product. I can't
2: even tell you how bespoke this is in the process. It's a. It's a glimpse inside what it takes to design something and spend a lot of money in the process of doing it.
0: So it's a. It's this. a primer in wasting a lot of money.
2: Well. You,
0: hey, who knows? 5,000 iterations?
2: Many. There's, there's books. You can look at the design book of all the thought that went into it. They hired some fancy pants guy.
0: Can I do something else instead?
2: He may be very good. I don't know.
0: I'm not saying he's not good. Yeah, you are. I'm saying. I saw it in your eyes. Well, I mean, if you can get them to pay for 5,000 iterations, you know how to milk the client, so. Months in the making, they've rebranded all their products. Of course, this is complicated by the fact that
2: they were under scrutiny by the FDA over their claims, and mm. this whole
0: mayo gate. Wow, mayo gate. You'd have to go all the way back to like episode seven or eight. We talked about it last week with Bitman. That's true. Calling fake mayo mayo, calling fake
2: cauliflower rice rice, calling fake meat meat.
0: A lot of semantic sensitivity in the natural world. That's
2: so alliterative. People love that.
0: They do. Episode one hundred and nineteen. Lovely loafers. Not what
2: people love. In other words, Jess Mayo's craft paper label. You remember that craft paper label? Of course you do.
0: Mm-hmm. You could. It, it had a. It was, it was a rough to the touch.
2: Yeah. Yes, a label that had first been exacto knifed one at a time.
0: By for, Josh Tetrick himself.
2: That is his name, Tetrick. I think I was thinking Tetris the whole time. Josh Tetris. No. No. That's a game. Yep. One at a time for its initial appearance on shelves at Whole Foods, it didn't register as some... What did I just do? I don't know, man. Should I read this for you?
0: Brooklyn-inspired vegan (laughs) artisanal good? Is that what you meant to read? In
2: other words, Jess Mayo's craft paper label, Well, that didn't register as some Brooklyn-inspired vegan artisanal good to this bargain shopper in Oakland, it looked like the generic stuff sold by a budget retailer. He had an epiphanic moment.
0: Wait, is this like an editorial piece here? Is this guy writing in the first person about his reaction to explain. the label?
2: <laughs> Josh Tetrick okay. was playing Tetris in a Dollar Tree store. All right. And he almost had his high score ever. It was a... No,
0: fuck This it. is some bullshit. I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to channel some Earwolf shit. Yeah, <laughs> he did. You're no, trying to bait Earwolf. It's, it's an open cell.
2: <laughs> pitch, not a cell. Pitch. He asked somebody, like, what do you think of these mayonnaises?" And one went, I want that one. Hellman's are best or something, because it looked... Higher quality than his paper brown label because he's all about getting into Walmart's and Dollar Tree's. Yeah. You know what? That artisanal exacto cut thing Wait, might are they work in in at Dollar Whole Tree's. F- yeah. It might work at a Whole Foods. Oh, bespoke artisanal. But at a Dollar Tree, it looked cheap.
0: It'd guess look who's like a private uh,
2: label target line.
0: And guess who's losing market share, Mark? Line. Whole Foods. <laughs> yep. Yeah, guess who Albertsons. That's to this story. Guess who Albertsons might buy? <sighs> Your mama. Whole Foods. Food news, right up front, Eventually. body slammed. So I guess people would have to swear. So where see. are you going with this, man? They have
2: to look and see you, the label, to decide. Well, I wanted to hear, get your thoughts, whether it's a win or not. You see this GIF I put in here?
0: GIF. Yeah. it's really small. I can't really see what the labels look like. Maybe I'll open the article.
2: Oh, God, there's a first time for everything. Well, yeah. then we're gonna oh, make wow, look podcast. at it. it. just pops
0: right up in Safari. That's so interesting. Sign up for the mm-hmm. newsletter. Shoot me a
2: text. I'll get you on the newsletter. You'll get all the images and links, 303 but in a face-to-face meeting with the FDA, the FDA made it clear that if Hampton Creek was to keep just
0: How far do I label, have to scroll to get to this shit? What are you talking about? Okay, here we go. Well, I mean the actual new labels. They're like at the bottom of this article. It had to operate... Bury in the lead. Mm. So yeah, it's... Oh, yes, they've gone from a cursive script to a sans serif. They have blown... All lowercase, which you love.
2: The, the word just is so prominent now. It is. It's like there is no Hampton Creek.
0: Just... Here's the thing, though, Mark. The cursive just implied sort of, um, it was soft. It was saying, like, it's just this. You know, it's just mayonnaise. Yep. This, uh, even though it's lowercase, it's emboldened. It's like just, like justice. Well,
2: they would love to hear you say that.
0: So I think that's what they're trying to do. They're saying that, fine, you're going to slap us with some weird fucking regulations, FDA. Just. Here's your justice. The, we you have are five thousand iterations to the nut of it. I always get to the nut, Mark.
2: If Hampton Creek was to keep just on the label, it had to operate differently on the package than as a, just a modifier. It had to have its own meaning. <gasps> they said Tetrick recounts. They said, "What's the idea of the name Just?" And I said, "It's fairness, equity, etc." They said that doesn't come through in the packaging. I said, "Go fuck yourself." That didn't. I just went off script. That Go fuck happen. yourself.
0: I'm playing Tetris. Just
2: had to be defined to the consumer on the package itself if it was to stay. So they, I think what they've done is essentially elevated just as almost bigger than Hampton Creek.
1: Mm-hmm. This it is. is. One,
2: and this is one of their products. They might have other products down the line. The other thing they've done, before you render your final opinion, thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah. How do we find a way to reflect the better things we're providing on Their food packaging as well. He's referring to things like General Mills products where they supply an ingredient. It's not their finished product on the shelf. They're just getting an ingredient in there. You can imagine Pillsbury cookie dough, Pepperidge Farm cookies. Is there a simple, clean, understandable mark we could have that gives people the feeling that this product is a little bit better? Not perfect, but a little bit better. It's like the Intel inside. Just, just inside. You buy yourself some Oreos featuring just...
0: And Hampton Creek is not very prominent on this label at all, and I'm struggling to find it in these pictures. I think Hampton Creek's back, back story, backside, butthole. It's probably for the best, because it's like very pastoral. It's not going to go over Remember well we in the like, Dollar Tree. The
2: Remember we asked Morgan of the Rhode Island Oliveras Yeah. in a busy conference room, what's the deal with Hampton Creek? And it was like, oh, Josh's dog used to swim in that when he was growing I, up,
0: or something. I thought there was a cat, yeah, something like that.
2: They're like, okay.
0: Interesting. Or there was a creek, and the dog's name was Hampton. It's Hampton's Creek. No. <laughs> That's a show on the Anyway, w- so now this, now these products Kerry will just Russell. be known as Just.
2: Why? It, it's unclear, but they rebranded. I don't. You, what do you think about the whole Intel Inside deal? People have been trying to do this for a long
0: time. Intel Inside.
2: Like branded ingredient in a packaged food. If you're on the show, you're on the, Sprouts. Because, oh, you love Sprouts. Mm. You're looking. You're like, I'm going to buy that pasta sauce. But wait a minute. This one right next to it has a Just. A little bit tiny thing in the corner, just. Oh, okay. There's a mark to let you know that Hampton Creek's ingredient is in is in
0: that one. So it's cross promotional. It's a it's sponsored content. I get it. I'm all about it. I'm a marketing maven. This move almost gets my uh, marketing maven seal of approval. It's close. It's close. I think they uh, spent too much time and money on 5,000 iterations just to arrive on a big sans serif. That's what I just.
2: I think I read some designer's opinion of it, which yeah. was, "Wow, it's very thoughtful what went into this." But you didn't exit At the end of the day, you overthought it, didn't execute. Like this would work well. They even brought up dirty lemon <laughs> sponsor show sponsor. Um, As like this is a great e-commerce look, but on
0: the shelf, yeah, it looks too much like a, a generic Target product or something. I think it
2: looks more like a private label. They did something with um, every bottle has its own little something look like the food is somehow rendered on it, and they like they like, here's the smear of man. Oh, no, here's the uh, plant, some sort of plant, some leaf.
0: Here's the map of Hawaii. And then like
2: they took a photo. They, there was like they took hundreds of photos of it, like laboratory style. And then they started to treat it in all these different ways. And then they drew it, and then it's like okay. It's yeah. kind of like what we go through whenever you make a new banner for the...
0: Yeah, and Lord knows that's a worthwhile rabbit hole. Series S- Series B showdown, Mark. I'm Moving ready.
2: on. I'm ready. Timestamp it for the Soylent Redditors.
0: There you go. On episode uh, 117, we, we learned that Soylent had a uh, round of Series B funding valued at $50 million, set up through GV, formerly Google Ventures, Mark. Wow, great memory. Like a, like a steel trap. And it it's was... It's bulletproof, because right now, bulletproof... Has completed Series B funding. Nineteen million they've pulled in. Yep, you don't have to read that. Company's called Bullet poop, Bulletproof Three Hundred and Sixty. Bullet poop. Bullet poop, which is kind of what it does to you. They,
2: the only thing we need to know. Well, two things you need to know here. One, the round was led by Kavu, which you will, well, some people will know because it was an investor in Vitamin Water, Sweet Tea, Deep Eddy Vodka. But you'll remember our friend Rohan Oza,
0: marketing maven.
2: The marketing maven did yeah. a stint at Coke. Left said, "I want to promote healthy brands." by Justin Timberlake. by toe shoes. I just that was a pastiche.
0: That was Dave Asprey, a bulletproof coffee. Who had the toe shoes?
2: Yeah, with meeting with Rohan. Rohan.
0: Rohan. Exactly. So they're they're old bedfellows. Hmm. Rohan reaches out to me probably once or twice a week for the mavenry. For the mavenry, he he wants to keep his mavenry sharp. We actually kind of sharpen each other's mavenry off of. Our own flint. Do you think each bullet- one another's flints?
2: You can keep your flint to yourself. Do you think the bulletproof Reddit community is as active as the Soylent Reddit community?
0: Oh, well, we're soon to find out. Oh, let's try that out. The they are both. Yeah, it's interesting because they are both uh, lifestyle brands.
2: They are. Li- they are about hacking life. Yep. They're this weird mix of tech and food.
0: Mm-hmm. Hmm. Or so they claim. And uh, you know, bulletproof. I like, you know, you add some fat to coffee. It does the trick. It'll jack your cholesterol if you're not careful <laughs> as we've learned. But you know what I like to do these days? I brew Too a little... coffee. I brew some... I don't... <laughs>
2: Did you hear about that kid who died? I think he was middle school, high school. From drinking coffee? He had a... He had like a... I don't I think it was a large-ish coffee. It was like exam season. He had coffee, then a Red Bull, and then one other thing. Cardiac. Middle school? He was young. Maybe high school, but he was young. Wow. When we look it
0: up? Not really. He had a heart attack from that though?
2: Cardiac event died.
0: That's a huge bummer. But, uh, you know, people I think are a little too caffeine obsessed anyway.
2: I'm going to look that up. You look Let, it up. I'm just going to say what he, what he, oh, I touched the cord. Jesus.
0: It's I'm not, it's no not joke and matter. you derailed, not to. I'm you've not derailed joking. the show two times touching that cord.
2: Here's the, here's the
0: thing Soylent, 50 million. Bulletproof,
2: 19.
0: Well, okay. But how many products? Let's do the product load. Soylent has what, like five products? They got the bar. They got the ready-to-drink in a couple flavors. They got the coffee, coffeeist. They got the powder. Four. Is it four? Five. Uh, you just named four things. I'm counting your fingers.
2: And one of them has a second flavor. So I think four products. And then I, think, the, I mean, come on, the coffeeist, and it's just putting different things in a bottle, right?
0: Yeah. Well, the bulletproof proof. Bulletproof. bullet <laughs> Bulletproof 360 portfolio includes what? You got fat water. Horribly misguided. I I think they've got thousands of like. But then they've got like different gradients of MCT oil. (laughs) Oh, you think they've got all that too? Toe shoes, probably. Toe shoes. Yeah. But but aren't there different uh, tweaks on the on the MCT oil, the proprietary oil blend? They probably have one for every season. The cat's just saying hello. uh, Stay away from that cord, kitty.
2: Um, We're having a
0: testy. uh, microphone situation yeah well so here's what's interesting though i guess you got you, know you got I'm, these I'm... very specialized lifestyle brands attracting big money from investors excuse me yeah and I was why being... where is that coming from mark why are why are investors responding so heavily to these style of products there's right. a whole world of natural products out there mark this is the natural you're the podcast. kingmaker. well i want your insight now i gave you my design mavenry insight on did you did you roll your eyes at me i gave you profound insight on uh, the, the Hampton Creek logo situation I'll check the tape you need to check the tape it'll be floored you silly little bastard now i want to hear about uh, see you're like my kids i'm trying to ask you to do something you're playing with that cat
2: <laughs> i'm worried this cat's going to jump and hit your core and you're going to like lose your shit all
0: right i'm going to read a chart if you're not gonna no here we go out.
2: i'm done i'm ready what do you want to know what why, do you, why why, do you, these why do you think
0: investors i mean cuz uh, hey uh, there's all these there's all these companies out there in natural products chasing after this money right Oh, I you wonder know why
2: these two are winning? Why because are these big,
0: lifestyle brands winning out with the with this limited product portfolio, Mark? These are because these are getting very few skews. Do you want to know? Now I do. I'm ready. I just wanted to say skews. These are coming out of the valley. They
2: rub up on that valley. Oh, that's what's going on. The tech community. See? This so is that, the that, inside of the
0: Yep. So this is just valley nepotism, is what you're telling me? I'm also being facetious. There's people raising. What is it, though? Is it valley nepotism?
2: Um, I think it's the allure of. The tech mindset applied to the food space. Mm. When when's the and that's novel. When's the government, especially when it's not just like Monsanto GMO. It's like something a little bit softer, fun, and life hacking, and Tim Ferriss and fat water and
0: yeah, Toshuwan make you more productive. So you can multitask, yeah,
2: and microdose day away.
0: That's what I was gonna. That was my next question for you. When the government finally—I don't know if this will ever happen. Did but you
2: see if, that check, Doctor Bronner's wrote to the psychedelic
0: researchers? If they loosen their grip, big check on on psychedelics. From a legal standpoint, are we going to see some Silicon companies, Silicon Valley, Silicon Silicon Valley companies sprouting up? Do you see now
2: with, why it's not Silicon Valley?
0: Because silicone's a, a material. Them?
2: Yeah, and then when you try to say, "Are we gonna see some silicone companies doing this?" Yeah. Try to use it like an adjective, it fails. All right. Uh, no,
0: no, don't move on yet. All right. Why? Because I'm gonna look. I want to. You want to find out the?
2: Oh shit! Where?
0: The legal ramifications of getting caught with a microdose? No. Let alone, you know, marketing and selling microdoses. I want to I
2: wanna do this. This quick shout out to Bronner. What is this? Did you do that? No. Because I retweeted it. That's what makes this easy. Five million dollar. Donation to MAPS to, for MDMA research from Dr. Bronner's. Good looking. $5 million! That's awesome. That's a, an insane check. That's good. Is that just from him?
0: It's better than antidepressants. Toot memo to heal the world. <clears throat> Big
2: love from Dr. Bronner's. So that happened, but then I want to tell you what this kid drank. Then we'll be done.
0: I know. I mean... I want. To, I, it shocked me because it was like you know what shocked me let me tell you this while you're looking that up that you sat through all of 13 reasons why oh that show is shit oh you got it. you're missing it no I watched the first episode half of it because it was so bad it's yeah. like got that Juno problem where it's it like starts like that way everything every teenager says is like the wittiest shit ever yeah can't fucking sit through that shit and my first blush oh, well, impression was that they are definitely glamorizing suicide I am oh okay they're that's making it like, oh, it's this cool little treasure hunt. <laughs> well, that's, that's, um, a, that's a valuable I was I was prepared to enjoy playing. that show because you were uh, my, my intellectual match.
2: Well, you didn't watch it. Here, look at
0: here. I tried card. to. It was boring. Look at that
2: kid. And unbelievable. 16-year-old high school student from South Carolina. He collapsed during class. You think about this with your kids. He died from a caffeine. Turn off that video, dude. Well, I don't know what
0: happened. There's a video playing on that show. There's page. two videos playing would you just get to the get to it man what what did he drink
2: caffeine induced cardiac event causing a probable arrhythmia Uh, he consumed three caffeine laced drinks a cafe latte a large diet mountain dew and an energy drink in a two hour period before collapsing in his classroom. that doesn't actually seem that much to me
0: it doesn't right back in the day that was like that's a razor's edge getting started Okay. Caffeine is no fucking joke, people. It's kind of overrated.
2: It's Caffeinated society, we're all fucking caffeined up. You know what my
0: new butter drink is, Thinking
2: Mark? like it's nothing? It's just, that's just a bunch of acid in your stomach. You're going to get
0: sorghums. Spoonful of coconut, uh, or a tablespoon of coconut uh, oil? You're back to this? In a, in a, in a cup of Ruibos tea. And <laughs> chocolate Ruibos slighter, tea.
2: It wasn't the coffee that
0: <laughs> raised your cholesterol. <laughs> I know, but I've been doing more cardio. And I've been eating a lot of fish oil, so I think I can probably... I'm not doing it every day. I can slowly reintroduce that if I want to. All right, I'm going to read a chart.
1: Hold I, on, I assume you put ready. in this like,
0: really confusing-looking chart just to try and stump me. Because you think it's funny when I, when I mess up a chart. Oh,
2: it is, the segment is called Josh Reads a Chart. I'm not sure I would call it confusing.
0: Oh, I was just, just, I'm just glancing at it.
2: Yeah, I wanted your cold take on this.
0: Food spending and share of income spent on food.
2: Everybody on Reddit can stop listening because that's the end of the Soylent segment.
0: Across U.S. households in 2015. They don't want to waste a second. Uh, Yeah, they're very particular about their their time spent online. So That's fine. More power to them. Average annual food spending in dollars. And then you've got share of income spent on food. Income... Quintile? This chart fucking sucks.
1: <laughs> um, I
0: don't know what just happened. Moving on. What? No, you haven't read the chart. I don't like this chart. It doesn't make any sense. Spending and share. Lowest, second, middle, fourth, Highest. Are these like low, oh, lowest income, back. second income, middle income, fourth income, highest income? Is that what I'm looking at? How many are there? There's five. I guess that's why it's a quintile. Boom. Um, so, oh, okay. It's starting to make sense now. Um, so lowest income people, they, they spend uh, almost $4,000. This is awesome radio. <laughs> a year on food? That seems like very <laughs> little. Oh, food? Well, four thousand dollars a year on food—that seems who the richest people, the lowest income people. It says are spending four thousand dollars a year on food. Yeah, I'm, that's very little money. Yeah, because they don't have it. I know, but that seems like starvation. Is this I very low? Do you think these are fake stories
2: about people like, uh, in order to afford my diabetes medicine, I have to eat nothing but frosted flakes?
0: And they're spending. Almost 35% of their income Look on food. That. Look at that. Wow, this is a, just a fun little chart, isn't it, Mark? It's devastating news. Um, Although
2: people complain all the time, like, ooh, in America we don't spend enough of our a percent. Compare us to Europe. Yeah. They spend more of their income on food.
0: So this is interesting. Middle-income middle families are spending $6,000 a year, which again does not seem like very much money on food. Huh. And what, does that include just grocery store visits or trips to Mickey D's? But they're only spending about 12% of their income on food.
2: 12% of your income. Everybody listening, imagine your income, divide by 10,
0: and just give it to Albertsons. And then look at this, though. The the highest income people, they are spending upwards of $12,000 a year on food. Wow. But it represents a mere 9% of their income. You know what's not on this chart? What? Trump.
2: His income is off the charts, but yet he just lives among that lowest quintile with KFC buckets and...
0: Yeah. Well, and he's got that, weird, that weird theory balls. about uh, how everyone just has a battery. You haven't heard about his battery <laughs> theory? You have a finite amount of energy and exercise just wastes it? I did hear that. It's yeah. Just classic. Classic. Fucking classic. All right. We
2: are what? Nah. All
0: right. What do you got here, Mark?
2: I got a little banana story. A little, Some quick, banana little news. quick
0: hit. Let's, this doesn't look quick.
2: No, it's make it quick. quick. I'm not going to read all that. Good. In the U.S., when you get a banana, you know what you're getting?
0: A yellow piece of fruit.
2: You're not, uh, the reason this is in here, because I'm trying to open your mind to the world of bananas. You're so closed. Oh. I, about I like, bananas. I have bananas in my fridge, man. You don't like bananas.
0: I like them when they're mm. really ripe. If they get brown they're, and mushy, they're gross. Yeah, I like them in a smoothie.
2: Cavendish. You're only getting Cavendish. Like 90 plus percent, I think, hmm. in the US, because Dole and other people, like, this is, we know how to grow this. We know how to ship it. We know how to make it not get all brown quicker.
0: You know how to eat it?
2: No, because the point is that there's a much, there's a wide variety of bananas that
0: taste, listen to this. Did if, you know that God designed bananas to fit perfectly in the creases of our hand mark? That's a divine I thought you were going to say, invention. Right up your ass. It's a divine invention. Kirk Cameron told me that.
2: If you've only eaten bananas in the continental United States and Europe, odds are good that you've only had one kind. But if you've had bananas in Southeast Asia or Hawaii, Hawaii, you may have run into a banana that's shorter, tartar, less sweet, and perfumey. An apple banana. Yep. In the age of pink pineapples and pluots, that might sound like the newest fad hybrid fruit, cross between apple and banana. In fact, it's the Latundan banana. It's just a varietal. And you know what? It sounds delicious. Apple banana?
0: Yeah, that sounds great. Sounds very natural.
2: Well, if you want to know where to get it, go to Hawaii. Fucking dock and move on.
0: All right. Um, Mark, have you heard of the Svalbard Seed Vault?
2: I know it well.
0: You know the Svalbard Global Seed Vault well, do you? Yep, it's the seed vault to the world.
2: To protect all the other seed vaults. It's the last resort of the seeds.
0: It's a backup for the backups.
2: There you go.
0: Yeah. Um, So uh, we've got confirmation now, Mark, in an email Mm. to Popular Science from Hege Nja Asim. That's the communications director of the Norwegian government led organization Statsbaig. And they've confirmed that there were some (laughs) leaks. Some leaks last fall due to unusual rainfall in the the Svalbard area.
2: Yeah. Well, you, you, no.
0: if there was a worst case scenario I don't think where there was should. so much water or pumping systems failed that it made its way uphill to the seed vault, then it would encounter minus eighteen degree uh, weather and freeze again. You, you, the,
2: you haven't read. You don't know what you're doing right now.
0: I do. <laughs> this is explaining why there was not a breach of the seed vault. They, there
2: was a breach,
0: but not a catastrophic. Everybody breach.
2: Everybody freaked out. It's like doomsday seed vault is going to get flooded <laughs> mm-hmm. because of global changes in climate in the Svalbard permafrost. <laughs> and then everybody said, hey
0: Well I'm, this chill is just, your this is saying why it didn't happen, right? Because when it gets the water gets high enough it freezes. So there you go. Wow.
2: There's all these countermeasures. They've planned for some of this. They've had leakage into the tunnel. There's this like hundred meter tunnel that goes into the earth. <laughs> and uh yeah, water gets in there a little bit and the rain Thawing or whatever But they're, I think they're also wondering Like why is there rain here at all Up here in the Arctic That's a bad sign
0: Yeah that is a bad sign There you go Snow yes
2: You learned something on Natch The Natural Living Podcast The
0: Speaking Natural of Living seeds Podcast See Jesus
2: he, He's moved on from that Oh
0: Matt Dillon
2: Correct Matt Dillon Rumblefish Let's call him Rumblefish
0: Rumblefish
2: It's a Matt Dillon movie right
0: Oh yeah I guess it is I was yeah.
2: He's the director. I'm sure he loves those jokes too. Director of agricultural policy and programs
0: for Cliff Bar. Well, I think that's why he goes by Matthew Dillon and not Matt Dillon. Okay. What do you think about that? I think
2: if you find him on Instagram, he's
0: like out in the he's like in Lithuania or somewhere
2: having a rollicking vacation.
0: Good on good good looking Anya out there in the fields, buddy.
2: Richard Eidelin, Vice President of Policy for the American Sustainable Business Council, they both co wrote this article for The Hill. Researchers at, this is from them. Speaking okay. of seeds, researchers at Washington State University examined 40 years of studies to analyze the comparative financial performance of organic and conventional agriculture. What they find organic productions up is 22% to 35% more profitable than conventional. Yet, even then, organic acreage to people producing the stuff. So only one percent of overall U.S. production, while consumer demand is five percent, and it's growing at thirteen percent a year.
0: Five percent and rising, my friend. That's a
2: disparity between organic acreage and organic demand. It creates an unfortunate situation where U.S. food companies are importing crops like organic soy that could be grown domestically. You're losing jobs. You're losing other important things.
0: You're jacking up the soil.
2: This is you know. This is this is a little bit of lobbying. Yeah. This is Rumblefish lobbying Capitol Hill. Cloaked as an article. And doing a damn good job at it. Public, one of their, he gets into lots of wonderful details, but one of them, this was the one I thought. Oh, the most interesting.
0: Phone's ringing. Let me, I'll answer the hotline real quick. You, you can you can fill them in. Yep. Yep. Natch HQ. This
2: is about Patreon. You How can, are you? Yep. Yeah, go to Patreon, yeah. Natch 9004 bucks a month. You get extra yeah. stuff, and we love you. Thank you for everybody yes. who's doing that. Public cultivar development. Public. Yes,
0: yes John Com- Forker. You're you too can. loud.
2: Too loud. No. Public cultivar development. Of course is-
0: you can. $40? I mean, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. that's He should go at 40, 40. Absolutely. 40 yes. a month.
0: All right. Thank you. Thank you, Johnny.
2: It's essential for these producers underserved yep. by the yep. private seed sector, which Keep is increasingly... Real. This is really hard. No, I mean, ...concentrated and focused on a few major right crops and regions of production. What? The national... Uh, the National Sustainable oh, Agricultural Coalition, American Sustainable Business Council, and companies like Cliff Bar are asking hey, Congress him, to authorize you. $50, 50 million per year in right, right, National right. Institute of Food Calm and Agricultural down. Research <laughs> funding to support yes. public cultivar development. There's thing about it. It's, 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 it's seeds.
0: Yes, yes. Apology accepted. Oh, $80. A, okay, okay, okay. All right, thank you. Oh, cat wants to say hi too. All right, bye-bye. I'm sorry, I missed uh, that last bit of Intel More, mark.
2: More federal money for public seeds, not seeds owned by companies.
0: Say that one more time.
2: Nope. What do you mean?
0: More seed money for. Um, you're just setting something up. I know what you're doing. I'm trying to help make the show run smoothly. All uh-huh. right, tarot time. Yeah. Think I'm going to help with that. Uh, I don't have a. Do I have to come up with a question? Yeah.
2: That's my job, right? Uh huh.
0: A burning uh, question, Mark.
2: Can, 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 will Josh... No. ...relax and get that banana out of his perfectly shaped asshole?
0: Mm, nope. All right. No, that's
2: not what I meant. <laughs> not, for the
0: banana. Yeah, why don't you... for the banana. Why don't you start over?
2: I don't have anything.
0: There's nothing going on in your life, Mark? Um, I got a big leak in my sewer line. Is that a... Euphemism? That's not at all. Okay. I don't want to know about that. I want to know about um, was Red Twist twisting the night away. <clears throat> what? Gave you a leak? I don't know. Something happened. Aggressive bedroom practices, perhaps. Oh no, no, no! Not gonna take that bait. All right. There's nothing going on in your life, huh? Um, Things are that boring at the Brush household.
2: Uh oh! I can, you could, I could ask a career question.
0: There you go. Career change. Yeah,
2: career change. Didn't we, well, do,
0: didn't we do this already? I mean, probably. I don't listen to the tarot. All right. Except. I think we, uh, you asked if you should make a career change about once. about get bit? You got nothing else. Are you waiting for another cue or something? No, there's no freaking cue. I'm waiting for a question. I don't it's the one thing we ask you to do. Don't touch the cord and think up a question for the tarot. Just touched it. Oh, that's hilarious!
2: <laughs> it it's not a reasonable request.
0: It is. Look, I'm not touching my core. Well, then I have to move it and put it over here or something. Well, you can do that next week. This week, right now, I need a question from you for the tarot. All
2: right. Um, let's have, uh, first person to tweet a question at me. I'll
0: ask you. No, it. that's not going to work. Um. Um.
2: Uh, I got lists, one. Lists, should Mark Harris How about should
0: Mark binge watch another teen drama? The next hot teen drama.
2: Which one? There's no.
0: Well, the next one that comes up because you, you binged your way through thirteen I, reasons do you why. to
2: know what? I'll ask you about Netflix. I got a list.
0: you, oh, you want to help me
2: decide what to watch? Yeah, wait, I got a
0: list. Tell me which one you're most interested in, and I'll tell you if you should watch it.
2: This love.
0: That's the one you want to watch most.
2: It's, there's two seasons now. It's Paul Rust.
0: Paul Rust?
2: He's a he's one of these comics. Not got Paul him, Got himself a show. No, Rust. Huh. I wasn't interested. Then I heard him on Marin and know that he's part of that uh wolfy community a little bit.
0: So oh, I'm interested. The one you're trying to... There's
2: new episodes of Sherlock. Okay. With in, in the, Cumberbatch?
0: Cumberbatch.
2: No, Blame! Let's do that. Let's ask about Blame. Is that going to be any good? What's Blame? It's that anime. We should do a... Ooh. Patreon about.
0: Members only episode. Wait, what was the hook there? The reason we were going to talk about it? I don't remember. Uh, It's anime. That's it? This isn't an anime podcast. The Endless
2: City no longer responds to humans. Its guardians treat them as vermin. He's fighting to change that. Somebody tweeted out about how they're spending all this time trying to find synthetic food in this world. Oh,
0: that's what it was. Synthetic food. Okay, should... Beastmaster? I'm
2: going to watch that. It's like the global version of uh, American Ninja Warrior. Okay. Harper would love that.
0: All right, right let's go with Blame
2: Gremlins? What is, that, is that a good family movie for tonight?
0: It's, uh, it's Friday night it's movie very, night? It's good. It's scary. We watched it like a year or two ago. It's kind of violent. There's not a lot of blood, but there's like a lot of gore, like creature gore, like gremlins getting put in a blender and stuff like that. Oh, but God. it's fun. So the kids are supposed to get
2: like the cute gremlins and then they watch them get put in a blender?
0: Well, no. That with they eat after midnight, they turn into the big lizard gremlins.
2: We could watch the Bob Marley documentary.
0: I think you should watch Gremlins tonight because then Gremlins Two is amazing. Is that on? here? Remember, we talked about Gremlins Two on a past episode because there's um, a character in Gremlins Two. Uh, you know what I love? Like, uh, clearly, a, a send up of Trump, a real estate tycoon. We did talk about that. So watch them both. Why? What's this show called? Joshua. That's got a good title.
2: How about the Great British Baking Show Masterclass? All right,
0: we're doing Blame. Love that Blame. Love past. Present, future.
2: Well, so this is not should mark.
0: Should we both binge watch Blame?
2: I think we're gonna watch it and do an episode just on that, just for patrons. But is it? I think we need to know is it gonna be any good?
0: Okay. Past. Ace of Swords. That's a new one.
2: It's got. It sounds good. It's good.
0: It could. I mean,
2: what is the past?
0: Well, the past is things that we've been binge watched before, right? It so seems 13 to me. reasons
2: why, so this is guaranteed good.
0: Wait, okay.
2: <laughs> I've been Fraser. Did I binge that?
0: Yeah, you binged it whole. Did you get through all of it? Yep. Wow. I mean, it took months, if not years, to... I'm probably I'm... months is more likely, but knowing I'm, your viewing schedule. I'm sad about it. I miss Ace it. of I miss, Swords. I miss Fraser. A hand issues from a cloud, grasping a sword, the point of which is encircled by a crown. Divinatory meanings triumph... The excessive degree in everything. There you go, right there. Conquest, Triumph of Force. So the excessive degree of everything, Mark.
2: You know what I don't like what? anime. Why are we doing this one?
0: Because synthetic food.
2: You should. Anime is fun. It's like a nice so, change so of that's, pace. That's the real question. Am I going to have any appreciation for anime yeah. after?
0: I, I bet you these animated characters will be more fully realized than those cardboard cutouts and 13 Reasons Why. Ace of Swords says to me. What was the thing that I liked? Uh, Oh, excess. The excessive degree in everything. What is more excessive than binge-watching television? Nothing. So that is the past.
2: Anime should have, like, it doesn't, but it should have little
0: accents on it,
2: like anime.
0: The present. The emperor. I've never seen, these are all new cards. This is a very exciting draw. For, for, For who? For anyone in the world.
2: Shout out!
0: The emperor, stability, power, aid, protection, a great person, conviction, reason. What's that say?
2: I don't know. What's I'm searching the for meaning.
0: <laughs> Should anime is binge watching anime going to be this anime series going to be what are, rewarding? It's one. It's a. It's a movie. You can't binge watch one movie. Oh, it's a movie. Yeah, isn't it? I thought it was a show. I thought we were binge watching a show. Oh, I don't
2: know. It's a movie. It's. Um, this whole, this whole premise is flawed. Here. It's an hour and 46 minutes. Oh, that's nothing. Yeah, so I'm not, there's no binging at no, all So this here. still makes sense. This is about anime.
0: But and- it's a Netflix thing. I feel like most of what's watched on Netflix is shows that are binge-watched now because their movie selection is pretty, pretty bad. In terms of like Hollywood releases. Well, they got a lot of comedy specials. That... Comedy specials are good. But I feel like the thing people are really into right now is binge watching shows, right? There, so that's there, the past. There's some truth to that. That's the past. Now, but okay, maybe that there is some truth. But in the past, people have been binge, watch, binge watching shows heavily on Netflix. It's now the present. The Emperor is here with a new offering, Mark. Just a solid 146 minutes of high quality anime. Uh, and we're saying that there's I'm stability, on, power, aid, I'm on the edge of protection, What's that conviction, it reason. It takes conviction to express yourself in a mere one hour and 46 minutes. In anime. Instead of, I'm telling you that 13 Reasons show.
2: He didn't give it a call chance. It one reason,
0: one reason why not. It was phony. There's, All right. th- there is a phoniness to it. I just couldn't believe it. I'm sitting there watching it. Especially the very beginning. Like, the very this, beginning. Is this going to get good? And then I'm like, what? I, I'm starting to question Mark's uh, overall sensibilities about things. You can question it. Future. Ooh. I stand by my performance. Here we are again with the hooded hawk on the nine of pentacles, Mark. The hooded hawk returns. Yeah, pentacles Nine. You're barely even paying attention. You're over in Keynote now, huh? There's, no, there's nothing at stake with, with this question. Well, you, it's your shitty question. Pentacles 9. A woman with a bird upon her wrist stands amid a great abundance of grapevines in the garden of a great house. Prudence, safety, success, accomplishment, certitude, discernment. 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 We're making a discerned choice to not, to not binge watch some ridiculous show. Instead, we're just going to bite off a hunk that we can comfortably chew. We'll get back to you on that. That'll be a patrons only episode. As you know, John Foraker. Feisty. Feisty son of a gun. I, I couldn't hear that. Oh, he was he was insulting you. <laughs> Me. <laughs> he was he was um I'd really rather not repeat it, but he had a very colorful way of calling into question the uh I don't know. The, the What are you looking at? Not, I'm listening to you. Oh, you were looking down here and making a face. Calling into question what? Uh, the legitimacy of your Kingmaker moniker. That's all. Oh. So that's why I got a little feisty with him. Whoa. I told him to fuck himself, and then he... Don't do that. He's
2: a super nice guy.
0: He normally is, but he, he caught me off guard. I didn't like weird, it. Weird bit. Hey, he doesn't... Don't insult my co-host. All right? You're not... Who are you? Uh, LeVar Bloom? What's that dude's name? Yeah, LeVar Bloom. I was listening to some music. Please. Uh <laughs> My stove's on fire. Robert Lester Folsom. Perfect. Fire, Mark. We're back. This is Natch, episode 119, Lovely Loafers. Was he saying, saying, I'm hard on my wire or something? The Natural Living Podcast. No, he was saying, baby, I love you. My stove's on fire.
2: My stove's on fire. Hmm. I kept thinking I heard him say he was hard. And it opened with a fart.
1: Did it?
0: Yeah, listen to it again. You know. Maybe the song's just a big analogy for um, digestion. His Ayurvedic fire burns bright for his true love. This is an old recording. This isn't new. Oh. I'm sure. I don't know if you could tell. but Just a nugget oh, from the past. Oh,
2: then I liked it, it more. I thought it was new.
0: You thought it was some new attempt at being retro? Yeah, I did. No, this is just keeping it real That's in the past. a whole thing.
2: People like trying to recreate that sound, right? The, the
0: yacht rock sound, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well,
0: yeah. All right, Mark, we're running S- <S- low on time here. Why don't you, why don't you carry us through the uh, food news eventually? Kick um, it off for us, uh, Mark.
2: Oh. <sighs> okay. I'd be, I'd be glad to.
0: Oh.
2: Natch, the Natural Living Podcast. Food news eventually. Uh, All
0: what's right, a, what's moving another, on. What's another tagline? We can skip this story, then. This is a great one. Well, like, We're running out of time is what I'm trying to tell you, and you're, you're dicking around. The curious Give case. Give the people what they want. How many minutes we got? 10 minutes? 12.
2: Okay. The curious case of the caterpillars missing microbes. Aaron Ross, nature. Many animals, including humans, can't live healthy lives without the microbes in their guts. How much are we thinking about microbes these days?
0: Biotes, probiotes.
2: We think they're everything. These intestinal residents break down food and help to fight off disease-causing microorganisms. That's right. You want a healthy gut. But the latest research suggests that some species... This is this is going to blow your mind. Including caterpillars can do just fine without them.
0: Well, they have tiny little guts. It's
2: possible say scientists who have studied these symbiotic bacteria, fungi and other microbes that gut microbiomes might be less ubiquitous than previously assumed. We're going to go to Tobin Hammer. What a name. Tobin Hammer. An evolutionary ecologist at the University of Colorado, Boulder. Hope this
0: dude has a band.
2: Investigated the intestinal microbes of 124 species of wild leaf-eating caterpillars. Called
0: Tobin's Hammer.
2: He sequenced a gene commonly used to identify microorganisms in a preprint posted to the BioRZiv server. That's
0: the best of it. All right. Keep uh, in mind, we have limited time here. He you know.
2: found no sign of what he calls resident microbes. Uh, these caterpillars, one of the largest groups of herbivores, if they're not relying on the bacteria in their guts to help with their diet, what are they relying on, says Whitaker?
0: It's got to be something. Something entirely different.
2: That's Whitaker. It's fascinating. It's possible that some vertebrates lack gut microbiomes. Anecdotally, I've heard researchers having similar problems in birds and fish. <sighs>
0: Fuck me running, Mark. Some, such as goats, do harbor a gut
2: microbiome. But when Hammer looked for gut microbes in feces from geese and bats, he didn't find any! As a discipline, we're really ready to claim that everything is related to the microbiome and every organism has one. It only takes one exception before all of that goes out the fucking
0: window. Sounds like it just did. With the bathwater and the baby and the bassinet and the wash basin. Oh, my biome and I gotta have healthy soil and rub it on my face and eat it and on a farm
2: and then I'll never get asthma. hey! These fucking caterpillars don't even have a microbiome.
0: Speaking of insects. The only
2: biome they get is ooh, what they eat. Yeah. It's not, nothing in there resident.
0: They're movie. not as complicated. They're not ecosystems the way we are. Uh, we just pricked the bubble on the biome of the micro guys. And what's that leaking out? Poop. Patagonia's new clothes are made from poop and dried beetles. Bulletproof coffee. Bulletproof. <laughs> I said bulletproof. This comes to us from Huffington Post, very serious publication. Well Eleanor Goldberg, in an effort to dye its clothes without using toxic chemicals, the Green Minded Apparel Company is making its new clean color collection with natural dyes sourced from 96% renewable sources. Those include dyes derived from the poop of silkworms, dried beetles, and byproducts of food waste. Patagonia announced this on Thursday, Mark.
2: Hmm, I thought it was a bigger deal than that. It's
0: very exciting. Literally. This actually makes me want a Patagonia. There you go Article of clothing More than I have in the past
2: Did you know that Fish Comes here once a year Labor Is it Labor Day Is that the end of the summer Mm -hmm. It's one of their best shows of the year You buy that Patagonia And we'll go to that Fish show
0: Not going to a Fish show Oh I'm not playing in on your your Thinly veiled attempts To land us on Earwolf (laughs) It's just kind of sad
2: I finally listened to Analyze Fish It's a great
0: show sad though i have a patagonia backpack it's like not a sad. big backpack that unzips like a suitcase and it's got like all these compartments and it's amazing it's the best travel bag ever but i'd never you know why i don't like wearing their their clothes oh my god do you still because yeah, why you don't like fleece no i'm fine with fleece i don't no, like. No, you're not no I, i've been wanting to get a fleece i don't like logos on my shit no i don't either but there's a there's a hoodie pictured in this article, and they have a very very small logo. Do you
2: remember when you came to
0: our house? You're looking for the fleece life. Just search for has, <laughs> hashtag fleece life.
2: There it is. Oh look, there's we now have. Uh, oh man, it's taken off.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, look, man, that's one of your oversized fleeces.
2: I think I took a screenshot of this.
0: You did back I when fleece life over- only had two. Everybody, posts. look
2: on Instagram hashtag fleece life. There's some good photos there.
0: That's a. Uh, F-L-E-E-C-E-L-Y-F-E. Yeah,
2: of course it is. I mean, this goes In
0: 2012, Greenpeace conducted a major investigation into the contents of clothing items from 20 global fashion brands, among them uh, Armani, Levi's, and Zara. Mm-hmm. It concluded that two articles of clothing from Zara contained cancer-causing amines from its use of dyes. Oh. Just days after Greenpeace published its report, Zara committed to going toxic-free by 2020.
2: I thought this was. I thought they were going to like make the clothes out of poop and dried beetles. They're making the dyes it's for the, the clothes. The dye, dude. No, we're not there yet. That Let's wouldn't be a
0: cl- very durable good if it was made from Let's poop. Let's figure it out. Poop is crumbly. People build houses out of poop. Yeah, but people don't wear houses. They just live in them. Glass houses. Houses don't have flex points like a good hoodie. All right. All right. I'm just saying, I would, I would buy hey, Zara. I'd like you should go to this, check out this article because there's a, a really nice uh, hooded sweatshirt that looks like it has like a second internal collar, kind of. It's very deluxe. You're gonna get it. It looks like it's dyed with coffee. See that? That's nice. You'd be, you don't want the logo. Look at how little that logo is. I might be able to cut it off without You're damaging un- the garment. Like unstitch it. Just, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not your fucking billboard. I'll wear your ship and I ain't your fucking billboard, right? All right. What's next, Mark?
2: The next big GMO debate will be about moth sex. This should have been, dude. A food the tech. last
0: GMO debate was about moth sex. Food tech. Oh man, I'm making more work for me. Hey, males here. The l- a lot of magazines it's, just came through the more slot. Work.
2: So, so the goal here is to have there be just you just hit record and hit done and it's over. You want to put anything I'm in just it? I was talking or?
0: about for this specific episode where you've already made me like completely reboot my computer well, like three different it. times because you're that fidgeting with me. that damn cord. wasn't
2: me. The latest case. We, yeah, we've been down this road before. There's a company called Oxitech, they want to combat the the DBM, the diamondback moth. Mm-hmm. It's larvae do billions of dollars worth of damage each year to crops of the genus brassica, cabbages, turnips, mustard greens, there are many relations. This is an article by Patrick Clinton in The New Food Economy. They're going to do something to these, uh, they're doing it to the men's or the women's. They do one to one of those and they mate, and it's the female lethality approach. The moths carry a gene that causes female larvae to die off while males grow to maturity. This is the mosquito method here, right? Exactly. So you do this a couple times, and you're pest-free, without any pesticides.
0: Oh, but but you know what? Until there's some freak birth because of this genetic modification, and one of those moths turns into a supersized destructor called Mothra
2: they've they've done they've they've done this in the lab and in closed environments and had great success they want to do a field trial out in the wild everybody's like oh my god here we go because the, will they get away from the test area will they will there be health implications will the other pra, uh, parasites like get take over because there's a vacuum now that the dbms are gone
0: what do you mean like root maggots or
2: flea beetles exactly you're so smart yeah uh, hey Round and
0: round we go, yep, we've been this Where far. we stop, that's anybody's guess.
2: There's no stop in this train,
0: though. The GMO train?
2: If you get rid of mosquitoes, you're going to get rid of mosquitoes.
0: Well, and if someone's not going to do, it, do it in a sanctioned manner, chain, some gorilla gene modifier with his little CRISPR home kit's going to do it. That's right. So why not do it right? Cut that dude off at the pass. I'm with you. Yeah. Summing up,
2: biological
0: synthetics. While you're at it, make a banana that doesn't turn brown after 45 minutes. <laughs> you just eat,
2: If you got the red banana or the apple banana, you'd have, your mind would be blown. It'd open you up to a whole new world. You'd be like, you'd be like on a, some sort of psychedelic at a fish show. Moving on. Jim Thomas, Montreal-based ETC group, a consultancy calling out synthetic biology ingredients and in everything from food and cosmetics to supplements. Rick Polito, New Hope.
0: Wanted to plug the guy who's still feeding you work or something? What's going on? I here? do work for Rick on occasion. Rick uh-huh. is
2: the new me, he took my job.
0: Uh huh. Well, Rick, uh, I think we've met. Yeah, you met Rick. Love Rick. <laughs> do you? Yeah, I do like Rick. Keep sending Mark some work. <clears throat> but if you want some real work done, yeah. This guy's what kind of work? freelancing too these days. You are? Always, bro. Yeah. Who isn't?
2: Synthetic biology is just a new way of producing compounds. Including compounds that were previously botanical compounds. <laughs> what?
0: I think Rick wrote this on the fly at an event. What you're you doing? Said he, you think he wrote this while he was high? Is That's your kind of incriminating thing to say about your friend Mark? I didn't say it. Check that. Is your engineering yeast, bacteria,
2: algae to act as a sort of manufacturing platform so that the yeast will produce, let's say, resveratrol or coq10 or whatever they could produce uh,
0: life-saving compounds. Mark,
2: mozzarella cheese for your pizza tonight while you're watching Thirteen Reasons Why. Straight through, nope. start to finish. Why would I do that? What's that opening song? It's like Joy Division or something at the beginning. No, and that's that's exactly what I'm talking yeah, about. No, that wasn't it. the opening you song. Hate that's it.
0: that whole shit with that kid in his Walkman was just so cheap and cloying. And then that they're like, important. oh, they're gonna play Joy Division because get it, Ian Curris Ian Curtis killed himself too, man. Woo, that's, uh, 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 so uh, symbolic. Let's skip this. Fucking bullshit. Uh,
2: this guy's done some work. He's found about 350 different entries into a database. <laughs> God, you are. <laughs> we, right, so he's at this group, and it's, uh, we reckon there's around...
0: <laughs> yeah, we, we vet these articles so that there's, you don't have to. There's around... Uh, so, You're all crunchy.
2: Yeah, I don't know what's going on, man. I didn't... I think it's Because
0: your lips are on the microphone. You have, you have on don't a, touch that.
1: Uh,
2: we reckon there's around seventy to seventy-five ingredients that are already on the market across cosmetics, supplements. Wait, flavors, who said a
0: "reckon"? This is q and A. Q&A. Who? But who said we reckon? I'm
2: interested. Jim Thomas of Montreal-based ETC Group. I'm going to Montreal this summer. Well, tell me if other
0: people up there say "reckon" a lot. That seems like a... what do you reckon? That was not French.
1: What was? We reckon.
0: Reckon. Um, it's really hard to
2: tell. Companies are not advertising this. They're not making it a selling point. If they're using synthetically derived versions of ingredients, especially if they're going to try to pass it off as natural, that's not something they're going to shout from the rooftops. What will it take to create urgency around this? Well, this is where, I'm, I'm with Jim the whole way until he says this, and I'm still with him, but it's, it's a fool's response. Uh, excuse me, Fool's errand to make this response.: you just called Jim a fool. I reckon I did that's not uh, call rather Jim a fool. Rather unkind, I reckon, by my estimation. He's doing God's work by even bringing this up. Hopefully what it will take is the supplements industry stepping up to protect their reputation.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Best of luck there.
2: I just got that (laughs) far. They want to protect their consumers and actually to protect their farmers, their suppliers. This is an industry that depends upon farmers around the world. You bet it does, but I've seen no evidence of stepping up to protect it.
0: Mm, Wow, maybe there's some evidence, not a lot. God willing, let's go. I threw in this article from The Atlantic, A World Without People by Alan Taylor. Not really an appropriate article for a podcast, it turns out.
2: It's a photo gallery.
0: I know. Well, I just got excited by the title because I was reading that book a while back called The World Without Us. Yeah. It was all about, like, if, you know, the pretense was that humanity just vanished one day, like, how long would it take nature to kind of reclaim all of our mess? I remember that. It turns out not very long. Water is the ultimate enemy. That's when we used to podcast out on the deck. Much like the seed vault, as soon as the water gets in, everything goes to hell. That was actually the very podcast that Dirty Lemon sponsored. I remember that. Might it have been? It was. Episode? Early, early. Anyway, I suggest that you, uh, here's what you do, text the Soundhawk. What's that number, Soundhawk? It's like seven. Your phone number? Mm -hmm. Text the Soundhawk at? seventy. You're, you're going to make me waste time scrolling all the way back up here. 303-548-6877. Get on this newsletter list or just head to theatlantic.com. Look for this uh, photo gallery. Look at photo 20, though. It's, it shows a house uh, that was decimated by uh, Hurricane Katrina that's just completely covered in jungle now. It's just exciting to me. I don't know why. You want us to go away. Nature, Nature's tired of us. It waste no time Eighteen. reclaiming episode 18. 18. Okay. And this is episode 119, Lovely Loafers, Natch The Natural Living Podcast. Oh, real quick. It's called Lovely Loafers.
1: No, it's not.
0: Yes, it is. I've said it like 100 times. It's definitely called Lovely Loafers. We can't escape oh. that now. I, I, we chose that title. I chose that title because... Uh,
2: alliteration. People love alliteration. No, well,
0: but Dylan Reeder, the skateboarder who passed away last year, who we talked about on this show, very influential in, in the fashion and skateboarding industry.
2: Cat Power loves him.
0: Cat Power loves this dude. Uh, he had a pair of of loafers that he released on a skate shoe brand called Gravis a few years ago. Wonder wonderful loafers. I, st- I have a pair. They've lasted quite well. But Huff, his shoe sponsor at the time of his death, has now re- uh, issued a, a a driving loafer. I think it's called the Dylan Driver that he apparently was working on uh, oh. in the days and weeks leading up to his death. So it's he like was another Tupac album. Yeah, he was closely involved with the design of this shoe. It's a, it's a beautiful uh, loafer in black. It's got an EVA outsole, I think. Another it looks like a very light, lovely loafer.
2: Great material for the podcast. Hey, handmade. of a shoe.
0: <laughs> handmade in the US. Uh, OK. Or I think with Italian leather or something. I think they retail for about $250. Proceeds, a portion of the proceeds go to uh, Dylan's family, I think, because you know they're holding it together or whatever. Was so, he the, the breadwinner? Probably. I don't know. I think his dad's a surfer. So. Oh, Really? I believe so. That's... Not a lot of money in surfing.
2: Mm, not yet.
0: Mad soul, though. I mean, you'd have to agree with that, right? I don't know who you are. So Lovely loafers, Mark. So Come back for
1: 120. So natural. So natural. So natural. So natural. <laughs> Self and natural. Self natural. Self natural. Self natural. Self natural. Self natural. Self natural. 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 natural, 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 natural. Natural